Bienvenidos a episode five, I believe. Episode six. Episode six. All right. So, guys, today I'm going to be talking about my favorite drinking spots. And this is one that I very easily could uh, could probably sit here for a couple days and, and make up a list, you know, 20, 30 spots long. But I'm going to try to keep it pretty short. Right now I got about five or six of them. May think of one as I go through here, but... But, you know, this is what I'm going to have right now, and I can always make a uh, amended list at a later time. So, um, but just like the average American, I love a nice ice-cold beer. I love uh, um, a glass of, you know, a finger or two of scotch. So, you know, I, I enjoy going out, especially with friends in a social setting and and having a good drink. So, So, first up, and this is probably... This is probably my number one on the list worldwide, uh, and I've talked about it in a previous podcast, is the Crane Bar in Galway, Ireland. Um, this place is absolutely um, pretty much the bar pub that all others will be held to for the rest of my life, at least at least right now. Um, this place, when you walk in, I mean, it is no frills. They're not trying to act like some upscale, you know, um, um, you know, millennial bar. This is this is a traditional Irish local pub. They're not really worried about the tourists and and everything else coming in there and you know and uh, and and trying to um, and trying to play to the tourist uh, group. You know, they are literally. Locals are coming in, you know, people who are coming in every day or, you know, multiple times a week, coming in with their dogs, you know, coming in with their friends, their family, doesn't matter. Yeah, there, there will be a tourist or two that come in at night, you know, but, but you know, this is a place where if you want a, a real pub experience, this is a great place to go. And um, when we went there, they even had a, a placard above one of the stools for a... Uh, local resident who had gone there for many many years and who had actually passed away and so it it was his official bar stool uh, forever so thought that was absolutely awesome number two on my list is Lafitte's blacksmith shop in New Orleans Louisiana um, we absolutely love New Orleans have gone there on multiple trips with our friends um, New Orleans is a place that will always hold a very, very special uh, place in my heart. We love, absolutely love to go there. You know, Mardi Gras time, non-Mardi Gras time, doesn't matter. And so Lafitte's was a place that we ended up going, I want to say maybe our, our second time down in New Orleans. And it is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, uh, bar in the United States. So it's it's located at the far end of Bourbon Street uh, and, and, and St. Philip Street in the French Quarter. And it was uh, built as a house in the 1770s. It's one of the oldest structures in the entire city. And according to legend, the privateer Jean Lafitte uh, owned a business there early on in the 19th century. Um, and so this place has existed since then. It was a, a, uh, his older brother, Jean Lafitte's older brother, was a blacksmith. 
Um, so there's so much history there. There's pretty much no electricity running through the place. Um, I, they do have some lights and some other things hooked up and some ways so the drink machines can can work. But uh, but the majority of the light in the place is either like hung up Christmas light top lights or uh, or candles. So it's it's small. I mean, it looks like something that you, that you would see in like some small English town, um, you know, some little village out in the middle of nowhere, England. You know, just really, 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 really cool. Um, and the fact that you know there's very, very little electricity in the building, and you know the candle lights are you know pretty much your only light um, as you're you know standing there or sitting down at their outside area, whatever else is really 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 awesome um and on top of that you know especially if you're staying you know sort of west of bourbon street you know west of canal um you have to walk all the way down bourbon pretty much to get to it and so you get to experience a little bit more of the city um you do go through sort of the lgbt area of bourbon there too you know which is always an experience um but lafitte's New Orleans. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Check it out. Number three on my list, going back to Ireland, the Palace Bar in Temple Bar District in Dublin. Um, this is a bar that I talked about again in, in the uh, Guy Trip episode. Uh, it's really, really known for their uh, liquor, um, but the lower level, you'll definitely see some locals go there, some older gents that'll, you know, go there every day and, and, and hang out and talk to the friends and, and have a pint. But upstairs, they have a secondary bar. And so me and my buddy Eric went up there and were really the only people at this bar on this level. And so really got treated extremely well by a bartender there that I wish I remembered his name for the life of me. But, you know, I had had quite a few drinks by this point. Uh, but he gave us a very, very good rundown of the history of the bar, um, the history of some of the, the uh, a- alcohol and whiskey and liquor there, um, you know, sort of, you know, walked us through just how much money some of the bottles up on the walls were worth and, and how people had walked in and, and, and tried to buy the, their collections and everything else. And so uh, so two, two Americans really just getting a very, very good hands-on uh, um, introduction of this bar um the pints poured there were were excellent uh i definitely had a guinness or two there and then on top of that um got sort of a irish whiskey 101 class from our bartender and and he introduced us to um to some varieties that we hadn't had yet uh one of which was connemara which is one of the only peated whiskeys in ireland and so um he introduced me to that, and just so happened that was the one that I ended up buying uh, on my trip home and uh, bought it at a duty-free there in Dublin and brought it back home. Next, number four. So this one is actually not an actual bar, but it is a drinking spot. So on my travels, you know, you know, of course, you got to pay attention to, you know, local laws and customs and whatever else. But one of the more memorable um, drinks that I've had was uh, one of our educational tours that we took with students. 
the students were off with other parents and other guides and everything else, you know, sort of doing a, a tour of Paris. And the wife and I decided we were going to go pick up lunch and some drinks and actually walk down um, to the River Seine there in Paris, you know, the main river that, that, that goes through uh, the city center and goes around Notre Dame and everything else and, and find us a spot there near the riverbank and just sit and have a lunch and relax and have a drink. And so uh, uh, this is one of our more memorable times in Paris overall through all our trips. Uh, and all we did is we just went to a little uh, creperie and uh, got a crepe. I believe my wife got a sweet crepe. I want to say it was Nutella and, and maybe some fruit. And I got a more savory one. So I got a buckwheat crepe uh, with ham and cheese. And then we went into a little local market. Uh, I believe we got some soft drinks. But then we also had some uh, some little small bottles of wine. I'm a, I'm a red wine guy. I love it. I love it dry, you know, and, and, and very, very, very strong. And my wife tends to like white wines, you know, the sweeter wines. And so we took all that. We walked down to the river. It was a beautiful day that day. I can remember it. You know, it was sunny. The, the, the water had a little bit of weight to it, but not too much. You know, we saw uh, a few of the, the uh, boats go up and down the river. Saw a lot of the tourists walking across the, the other side. And was just you know sort of like the uh, the perfect way, especially that day. I was a little st- stressed out due to a couple a uh, couple reasons, and so it was just a, a real good way to just let off some steam, relax in the sun, you know, have some great food, have some great drinks, and and uh, have all that with some great company. And so, um, so if you get the chance, if you're in Paris, you know, go to a little local market. If you see a little farmers market, where maybe you'll see some. Uh, local local growers and uh, um, uh, producers have their their fruits and veggies and 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 meats and cheeses and and bread and whatever else you know spend you a few euros grab you some food go get you some wine or a beer or whatever else and go sit by the river and just take a load off and relax place number five so I I tried to think of, you know, what is a great beach-related drinking spot that I've been to. Um, and honestly, I couldn't really remember a whole bunch of them. But there's one that stuck out like a sore thumb. And this dates all the way back to, oh my gosh, 2002, my wife and I's honeymoon in Jamaica. And so it's the one and only, and a lot of people heard of it. A lot of people taking cruises there and, and, and made a little tr- trek out to this cafe, but it's called Rick's Cafe. It's in Negril, Jamaica, which is pretty much on the, uh, the w- northwestern side. And it's a pretty well-known bar there. Very, very popular with the tourists. Uh, pretty good drinks. Uh, but here it's the atmosphere that, that's just as good, you know. Not only is Negril, Jamaica, just absolutely beautiful area, uh, but here at Rick's, one thing they also have that's pretty interesting is that the cafe is on the top of a cliff overlooking the water, and it just happens to have a high dive where tourists and locals alike can jump off into the uh, the ocean below. And so, um, if you're too scared to do it, which I you know I'd had a few drinks, the water was pretty choppy that day. I decided not to. 
Um, but there are some local boys that hang out and if you pay them, you know, a couple bucks, they'll, they'll actually jump off for you. And some of them weren't just jumping off the, uh, the diving board. There's also, um, so the little area that you dive into, um, that has stairs up from the water all the way up to the cafe. It's sort of like a V shape. The cliff makes this V shape and so um so there's cliffs on the side of rick's cafe and there's also a cliff just on the other side of that v uh and there's some trees up there and so some of the boys will even climb up to the top of those trees then dive off of those um so there's plenty of opportunities for you to watch uh people both knowledgeable and non uh dive into the waters below and uh and honestly had it not been as choppy i may have considered it but we were staying in a sandals resort there in the grill and so the way we got to rick's cafe is we took a little booze cruise took a little catamaran took it from our resort or actually no took it from a bar near our resort and that was our stop and so we actually stopped just you know right outside of uh the cliffs and put our life jackets on and swam over and and i'm a pretty good swimmer but the waves were so bad um, I want to say they almost thought about not stopping at Rick's Cafe at all, um, but they decided to give it a shot. And so I remember me and my wife trying to swim over to the cafe, and I promise you, you know, I definitely swallowed a little bit of salt water just on the trek over. And, and I grew up swimming and being in swim pools and lakes and everything else. Number six is going back to Ireland again. Uh, you know, I, I wish I had more memories of places that I've drank in England and Wales and Scotland just because there were some outstanding places there too. But uh, I think that just means I need to go back and, and visit those those cities and c- countries and sort of refresh my memories. But uh, but next up is the Summit Inn in uh, Uth, uh just outside of Dublin, the little peninsula that I've talked about previously. Um, so the Summit Inn... It's sort of at the tip top of Oth or Half. Right? It's spelled H O W T H. And the reason why this is on my list and probably should be higher up is the views out of this place. So since you're at the top of this peninsula, you get to see the uh, the, the, the 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 islands that are right off the coast of Dublin. You get to see the sea in between Ireland and uh, Wales and and England. Just absolutely gorgeous. Um, great drinks there. You know, they poured really, really good pints. Also, they had excellent food. Uh, talked about it in a previous episode, but my friend Eric had, you know, which he's a chicken wing connoisseur. He actually had uh, probably the second best chicken wings he's ever had uh, in his life there. Um, but the views there, you could sit out front on a gorgeous day or just sit near the window and be able to look out onto the bay and it was, you know, one of the more beautiful settings that, that we had um, that we had during our trip to Ireland, uh, not counting our apartment. Our apartment probably had them all beat with just the uh, the viewpoints from our balcony. But uh, but the Summit Inn in Uth, uh, great great place to go and grab a pint. Last one, number seven. So I tried to look at places where I grew up, you know, uh, in Fayetteville, Arkansas area, and try to think about those. But honestly, this last spot's going to go to 
a local place to where I live currently, and it's a local brewery. And this is a place that uh, that we end up going every now and again, both uh, just me and my wife, going with friends, going with our kids. It's a very family-friendly uh, place, and it's called Backfish Brewery here in Pearland, Texas. And uh, it's a place that has been open uh, just a couple years now. Um, you know, on any given day, they may have, you know, nine to 12 selections of beer. Um, they coordinate with other places and, and, uh, go in on some ciders and some other things. And so it's, you know, very, very good products, uh, very, very good atmosphere. You know, normally Thursday through Sunday, they'll have a food truck there. Uh, other days of the week, they will too, if they have an event going on, um, and, and events they have there, they have they have a running club that goes there every Tuesday, uh, and goes on a little jog and finishes up with the beer. They have trivia nights there. They have uh, books at Backfish where they have children's books there, where uh, books are being read to the kids. Uh, parents can 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 purchase books there f- for the kids. Uh, what else? They have all their types of fundraisers. They have live music. I mean, anything that you can think of, they have there. They have bago or cornhole, depending on what you call it. They have uh, the massive Jenga blocks. It's animal friendly. It's kid friendly. So it's just an excellent place to go and sit. And, you know, hopefully on a hot day, you can get there to where there's still a table inside available. If not, they do have outdoor seating. Just, you know, it's almost the first part of June. So right now here in Texas, it's about 95 to 98 degrees, depending on the day. And so... That may not be the most desirable place to sit, but uh, but if you guys ever get down near Pearland, Texas, the Houston, Texas area, be sure to come down to Pearland, Texas and go to Backfish. I hope you all enjoyed that, uh, talking about my favorite drinking places. Um, now, places not mentioned on here, I mean, really anywhere that where there's a beach, where there's mountains out in the distance, where there's, you know, just some good... Uh, setting to just sit there and soak in or literally just with friends you know hanging out in my backyard with a nice cold one with my buddies or with my family is a great great time too so um so i hope y'all enjoyed this now i'm out of school i'll have a little bit more time to um to uh do these uh coming up this summer though i do have a few trips planned we are uh taking a cruise here in less than two weeks we're going to uh, Honduras, Belize, and Mexico. So I have a podcast about that coming up there sh- shortly thereafter. We're also going and visiting our friends again in Billings, Montana. Uh, hopefully the weather be more agreeable for us then. And I think we're going to make a trek out to Yellowstone and, and uh, check that out. And then I have coaching school in San Antonio. And so I've been to San Antonio once previously. So look forward to hopefully uh, getting it being able to see a little bit more of the city and and uh and tell y'all about it uh besides that other episodes coming up probably the next episode episode seven is more than likely going to be on um the jameson and guinness tours in dublin and i'm a little bit on a, a drinking uh hit r- right now but uh but i've got a whole bunch of other stuff coming y'all's way to uh episodes about travel apps uh I'll break down in a different episode about the types of, of trips that you can take, uh, cruise versus train, group, multi-city, one city. Uh, definitely going to have to break down Germany trip that I took to visit my foreign exchange kid. 
in his hometown. Uh, talked a little bit about New Orleans this episode, but going to hit up New Orleans, Memphis, Branson, San Diego. Going to talk about my wife and I's first big trip uh, to Europe, just us. Uh, talk about educational trips, talk about Disney World, and much, much, much more. So hopefully y'all stick around and and uh, and listen to all these. If you guys are listening to me on iTunes, please rate, review, subscribe. I know you hear that all the time. Um, you know, the more that you guys do that, the more that it'll get out there to a bigger audience. So if there's anybody that you know that, that enjoys listening to travel-related uh, podcasts, uh, please, please pass pass the word on to them. So uh, so anyway, it is May 31st. It is a Thursday. Today is my daughter's last day of kindergarten. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having a little fun today knowing my little girl's going to get a little bit older. So, um, so it's summertime. Y'all get out there, spend time with your families, enjoy them, and I will see y'all soon. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.